Broadcasting from Oklahoma, the tornado capital of the world, home of the Oklahoma City Thunder and the University of Oklahoma Sooners. This is the Curated Experience Show, a weekly podcast about the customer experience with viewpoints you will not hear anywhere else. And now your host, author, and customer experience expert, Amos Tanuma. Welcome to the Curated Experience. I am your host, Amos Tanuma. I've got Bob Furness on the line with us. Bob, I hope you're still with me. I am. Hey, Amos, good to be here. <laughs> good to good to talk to you. I'm I'm excited to have you on. So so um I've known Bob for too many years. It's I, I like to keep my reputation about about being the uh, the young, uh, <laughs> young person, <laughs> but I would leave, I would leave the elder statesman status to Bob. I want to, I want to stay forever, um, 25. Uh, so Bob, uh, quickly, you've been in this space for a number of years. Um, we'll post your bio on, but in, in, in 20 seconds, tell the folks at home a little bit about you. <laughs> So first of all, it's been a while since you were 25, but we're going to go with that. <laughs> Second of all, uh, I'm so happy to be here. So happy for the opportunity to uh, to talk with you. I, 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 what's interesting uh, about these conversations is that folks don't know is we, we have these kind of conversations just offline, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we talk about this stuff. Absolutely. We we live this stuff. Um, I, I use in some of my tweets – uh, a hashtag. I love this stuff, and and the reality is, is, is it's true. And um, my background is in contact centers. I started out as an online agent way too many years ago, uh, probably about the time you were born. <laughs> um, and um, I have had the opportunity to have a lot of positive things happen. I've had some negative things happen along the way that allow me to to be that potentially that elder statesman. It, I, I tell people I, I've stepped in a lot of holes and right. I, I can help you. I can help you, uh, you know, through the minefield. And it, it's just the opportunity to have grown up in the industry to, to see all the changes that the industry has made. Yep. And, and then to realize that it, it really does, no matter what we do in technology, it all comes back to people. And that's, you know, I, I work, I work for a technology company, but I still believe that it's really about the people because technology is just an enabler to change the lens of the of the agent so that they can have a better conversation with the customer. Now, I I um, I, I haven't known you for all these years, um, over ten years now. I I I know that's that's where your heart is. So you, I didn't I didn't plan on starting there, but I think I will. Um, you said you've stepped in a lot of potholes. I think is how you how you characterize it. So, um, you know, I don't I don't dwell on things, but um, you know, pe- there are people who say they don't have regrets. I'm not one of those people. I've got plenty of regrets. I just don't spend my time dwelling on them. Right? Like I, okay, this is what I learned and sort of moved on. I'll tell you one of mine. It's not directly related, right? But it's just a career deal. I. When I was really, really young, I had an opportunity to go work at Google because um, I think you know this. I, I started as a, a software developer and believe it or not, um, 
every smart person around me and frankly in the world told me that was a terrible idea uh, because what was happening at the time was uh, their com- competition were putting all this stuff on their page because they wanted to trap you on their site and Google had this white space and literally everyone thought they were losers, right? So the smart thing to do was to politely tell them no, right? <laughs> um, and at the time, you know, I never, <laughs> like, and, and when I tell you it's the also, smart uh, Also, you want to make sure you didn't buy any stock either. So that, <laughs> Well, that... <laughs> no, they were, they were going to give me their worthless stock options. Yeah, they're right? worthless. And, they're and, totally worthless but, today. But, but, but like, but like, that decision I made was not controversial at all, right? Like, like that's how much, <laughs> that's how much, um, the analyst, everyone got it wrong, right? So those would be sort of those moments. So, so related back to in this in service, talk a little bit about moments over the years, and you can go as far back or as recently as you want that you you look back and you just say. Yeah, I, I I got that one wrong. Like, and you know, I've I've since you know. I, by the way, Google turned out okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, they did. I've, they did. I've, I think I I think they're gonna make it. I think they'll be fine. Like, they turned out white space that the analyst and everyone says was a loser to the most expensive real estate in the history of the world. Right? Like, yeah. I, so so fast forward. <laughs> to round out that story, so I used to work in uh, for a consumer goods company, the wonderful company, and um, based out of LA. And I, I, I was on the, I spent most of my time on the flower side, right? So every Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, uh, back to that Google white space, we will spend, gosh, uh, six figures, just hand in monies, hand over fist to Google. Um, for that white space that uh, many, many years prior to that, I was advised by plenty of smart people and I too came to the conclusion was just the dumbest thing in the world. So so with that that said, tell me a little bit about, as you sort of look back, where what things did you miss? What things were you late, uh, late to the party on? You said, "Yeah, I, I should have, I should have hopped on on on, on that one um, in in big and in small ways." So, as you were talking and and you were thinking about this, uh, or you were uh, talking, I was I was thinking about this. Um, I, from a personal perspective, I had a similar situation where I I could have gone to work for FedEx here in Memphis back when I was. Uh, just out of high school, and mm. and I I think I would have been employed like in the hundreds. Are you kidding me? So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Uh, it was like a three a.m. to uh, seven a.m. part time job, and you know, I I, I turned it down. Um, so that that's one of those ones that, that you can never you can never get away from you're you know you look at the success of FedEx and you do that <laughs> so so I had one of those moments too where I look back um I think in the contact center space I I, I think that or 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 in the work relationship space I I think that I've made some mistakes where I've taken jobs mm. um that that I didn't spend enough time understanding who the leader was and what their leadership skills were. Mm. You know, you, you go into a job sometimes 
most of the time. And and your job is to impress them and make sure that they see the best you, right? Yep. It's like it's like the first date. Yep. You 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 may you may even lie a little bit. You, right. Not lie. You're not going to lie, but you may stretch the truth a little right. bit. Right. Right. The but, ver- but best not, version of yourself. But, right. But you're yeah, the best version. But you're you're not you're not asking enough questions about who they are. So I've taken some jobs before where the culture, their culture, didn't fit my culture. Mm. And so uh, while while I'm a people first, people focused kind of leader. Uh, they were a metric first, uh, you know, the beatings will stop when the bad attitude <laughs> goes away kind of place. Right. Right. Um, in fact, I had a, I had a, that, that same leader told me one time that I would never get anywhere in, in that industry because I cared too much about people. Uh, I remember his name. I, I won't say it on here, <laughs> right. but but I, I actually have worn that with a badge of honor that I have gotten somewhere in this industry and I have been successful and I have done that by making people the focus of whether I'm working for a consulting company, I'm working in a contact center, I'm working for a technology company, wherever it is that they drive it. So if you're interviewing for a job or you're making a change to a new job, uh, you know, once you've gotten past that first date, and, and maybe even the second date, that third date should be about talking about their culture, and how do you fit in their culture? Hmm. What, what what about your personality fits in their culture? And ask that leader that question. So, you know, I, I believe that that it's a people first focus. How does that fit into your culture? And if they hesitate then maybe it's not the right role. So I, I've definitely made those kind of decisions um, to, 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 to do that. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. No, that, that, that was all. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think that is, that is so, 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 having known you all over the years, um, um, I think that's so dear. I, I just, I look at myself, and I'm sure you do the same thing, where... You know, I, I think you and I were having a conversation this week, um, you know, where I was calling you and, you know, seeking your counsel on some of the things I had going on, uh, going on. And it's the difference between just in myself operating from a place of fear to your point of let me just go there and just make them like me. Right. Um, and then, you know, be careful what you wish for. They like you, then you take this job, and you didn't you didn't find out what, what what exactly you were getting into, right? And then now it's this undoing of all of that, and uh, I'm thankful for the ability to grow from that. And now, yeah, now no, I'm you know I'm you know very very deliberate in making sure that it's a two way it's a two way street, um, and and it goes that way. So so talk about the other side of this. Because um, again, there, we have lots of young um, listeners, many of them earlier in their career in, in 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 this space and in leadership and those kinds of things. Talk about the moments, uh, the key moments where you you <laughs> chose the right adventure, grabbed onto something recently. Uh, I'd love to hear some of those moments. 
uh, talk about you know the risk you took and that like how, talk about those moments where you look back and you go yeah um i i i opened the right door <laughs> took the right job whatever it is well you know i i, I think taking the right job is, is is defining what it is that you want out of a job for for me i want to work with people that i want to work with like i want to um I, i've heard it say before would you would you want to get stuck in an elevator for two hours with this person, right? Uh, yeah. Do you have something in common? Uh, so I, I want to work with people that I enjoy working with. If, if you go out and have a drink with me, and uh, you, you may hear me say, "Cheers to people work who you, who you work with because you want to." So working with people that that are good people and that I enjoy being around. Number two is. I want to work in an environment where I'm learning. Um, I've said before, at the end of the day, you should be able to think of something that you learned today that no one can ever take away from you. And what I mean by that is, what are you building on? Um, So if I go to training today about the job that I'm on and they're training me on how to use a, a quality management system or they're training me on how to use the new CRM or they're training me on how to be a better leader. What am I taking away from that training that I will carry with me three and four and five years from now? Mm. Uh, What, what am I taking away that at the end of the day, if the company comes in and fires me tomorrow, if I lose this job tomorrow, if I choose to move to a different job, what, what did I learn today that I can use going forward? And, and, and that, kind of mentality of always learning, um, I think is important. I, I you know, it, it's the same criteria that I said when I came, uh, to, to blue wolf, uh, my most recent position. And, uh, wow, it's, it's been like drinking out of a fire hose of learning, right? right. It was the right decision because I've learned so much about CRM and technology and Salesforce and all of the things that I've that I've learned that either will continue to be used here or be used in a new world. They're they're part of my vernacular and part of my conversation today is to be able to talk about things that I've never been able to talk about before. I I mean, I can have a a rational conversation with you about middleware right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> which, which... I, I get on planes. I get on planes <laughs> and wonder how in the where did that come from? How do I know that? That's well, surprising. it's because I'm around smart people. Yeah. And those smart people I've listened to say those things, and I and I understand it to the point of having a rational conversation. Now, don't dig too deep. Right. right. <laughs> I right. get lost. Well, so so talk. I want to I want to hear a little bit about. So I, 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 I've known you longer than you've been um, in your in your current role. Um, so that didn't used to be the case. Talk a little bit about what went through your head and you said to yourself, yeah, I'm I'm going to go do this thing. Did you think this thing was going to be big? Like what made you say, you know, I've been this guy for all of this time. You could have just said, this is who I am, right? Like, like, you know, like, you know, listen, I've been doing it. But you, you branched out, right? Um, in the same ecosystem, but there's a different version of you now that has, 
uh, this whole other, right? Like what, talk a little bit about the decision. How did you identify the opportunity and, and frankly go, yeah, because that had to be like a, a foreign place for you. You know, I, um, you and I have talked before about the importance of being prepared and, and being uh, having as much information as possible to make big decisions. And, and that's what I did is I went and learned everything I could about the technology. I went and talked with friends of mine about, you know, I, I picked up a phone and talked to CIO mentor friend of mine um, who said, yeah, if, if you can be attached to Salesforce, you should buy a rope. Um, you know, <laughs> his, his point was Salesforce is going to, um, is going to own the world. Now I, I you know, I, I was knowledgeable of Salesforce. I, I'd even spoke at Dreamforce before. Right. But, and I, I knew it was giant, but I, 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 I by no means saw what has happened over the last seven years. So part of it was, part of it was not being, was taking a leap of faith. And sometimes you have to do that. But, but if I look back to how did I make that decision, <clears throat> I made that decision with informed information. I, I, I leaped, but I had a parachute, right? Um, I leaped off in a, in a, in a place of faith, but I had, I saw a guy talk about this one time. Have, have you packed your parachute? Have you packed <laughs> your bag? Right. Right. So right. it was a whole story about that when you get into a plane and you're going to fly in a plane as a pi- fighter pilot, the, the real question for you personally, not only do you know how to run the plane and make the plane do what it's supposed to, but have you packed your parachute? Do you, do you know what's get, in the worst case scenarios? Are you ready? And I think that's part of that being informed and talking to other people. Um, but but let me let me caution there. If you're a supervisor, if you don't have someone that's telling you the things that you're that you need to improve, then mm. you don't have a true mentor. Right. So if you don't if you don't have somebody that's pushing back on you, if everything you hear from your mentor, the first of all, you need a mentor. But if everything you hear from your mentor is positive, mm. then then you're not getting good mentorship. Um, so in in making those decisions, you need some people around you who challenge you. Um, you said some nice things about me. I'll say something nice about you. <laughs> uh, you're one of those friends, Amos. You're you're one of those folks that will that challenge mm. my thinking and. What happens is you get inside your head about a new job or a new role or a new opportunity or a new way to go or new things that you need to be doing. And what you need is somebody that you can talk to that you can get that challenging feedback from. Um, So, yes, I, I, I made some I made some scary leaps in my in my career. Right. Um, And 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 also I'll, I'll say one more. I remember I interviewed for a job that was a regional job. It was running uh, a, a group of sort of contact centers, and I had not had a lot of um, experience with 
with the financial aspects of that, mm. right? The P and L yeah. aspects of that. Yep. So I remember I went to the I went to the interview and the person goes says in the interview, so you've had a lot of experience with P and Ls, right? And I went, well, I've had some, because <laughs> right. it was my first date, and right. I wanted her I wanted her to like me. Right? Right. <laughs> but you know what I did when I got home? Yep. I went home and I learned everything I could about <laughs> profit and loss statements. I, I literally went to uh, to school almost over the next two days. And by the time I got back to interview number two, I was prepared to talk about profit and loss statements. So, you know, don't be afraid that you have to know everything to make a leap. You you should be informed, but you also don't be afraid that you can't step in. As I as I tell folks in our industry in the consulting world, at the end of the day, you're the smartest person in the room around that particular subject. So just own that. So that's, uh, that's, 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 that's so spot on. Yeah. I've, um, I've been there and, you know, I, I won't take us down a rabbit hole, but, um, I mentor a couple of, um, women in, in different stages. And, um, that's the thing that I push them on the most. Um, you know, the ability to, cause you know, you know, I, I, I have nieces and goddaughters and all of that. I, I want I want the women in my life to be a little more like the men in this particular way. Like you know, always wanting to be know it. Just walk in there and like if you know it, if you're fifty percent qualified, apply and go have that conversation. Because I've I've watched in my over my career, and I'm sure you too. Like a guy sitting there going, how did you con your way into this job? Like, <laughs> like you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> um, and women generally are, are shy doing that. But um, I want to, I want to talk about this and, and, and hopefully I'm not, I'm not putting you, putting you on the spot as we, as we sort of talk about daughters. When, when you and I, one of the things that you were far more comfortable doing and frankly, I am today, but I'm 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 working on it because I I think it's I think it's important is bringing your full self, um, to work. Um, I remember, uh, you know, I bring up um uh, Keisha, who's who's no longer with us, but I I just remember that even in your sessions before we worked together, um, I would you know you would. You would talk about what was going on and in, in, in that sort of way. I'd love to hear from you, you know, one, if you feel comfortable sharing, um, you know, tell folks sort of the story, but related to work and what you do, um, I, I noticed this, that, um, and, it, and, it, and it worked. Like I was always scared to do it because I thought it would be distracting, but I found that you would bring yourself in and I'm sitting in the room and I've talked to you personally, and even I now sitting there feels like I'm hearing this for the first time. At this time, she was she was battling with with, with cancer, and I'm I'm just rooting for you at this point. And there was a there was a way you did it, but there's a there's a, there's an art to it. Love to just hear you talk a little bit about about that and and how and and why you felt comfortable in in bringing your whole self and even parts that may be uncomfortable to talk about to, to a quote unquote work setting. 
Yeah, you are hitting me, blindsiding me, because I'm not sure I would have said, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, but I, I, I have a smile on my face anytime I get a chance to talk about Keisha and my kids in general and my grandkids now, I, I'll, I'll take that chance. Uh, for those who don't know, my, my daughter was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer when she was just 30 years old and over a four-year period uh, fought the disease to the point that we, we named her the Warrior Princess. And um, mm. she fought through 14 different chemo regimens, uh, not 14 different injections, but 14 different drugs, totally different drugs, some which worked for periods of time, some which didn't never worked, some which made her so sick, uh, I can't uh, verbalize how sick she was. And some of them, um, you know, that were just just bad news. Um, but she did, she did battle and fight. She told me one time, Dad, I don't want you to ever say I lost the battle because mm. I, I'm not going to lose the battle. Mm. Uh, it may get me, but it's not because I stopped fighting. Mm. And it, and that was true up until the very last days and hours of her life. Um, so we could spend a lot of time talking about that. There's a story. Uh, we're in the process of starting a nonprofit in her name. It's at warriorprincess.org. If you just okay. find warriorprincess.org, there's a great article there about Asker uh, talking about her her situation. And you can, uh, if you're listening and would be interested, you can go there and, and find it. Um, but your question was, how did I bring my, my whole self to work and to my speaking? Um, I, I, I did it to the point that I actually built out a uh, 10 things I learned from my kids that would make that'll make you a better call center manager, wow. right? And I, I that'll make you a better manager. And I actually delivered that in about four or five times as at a speaking speaking engagements um, in different organizations and small companies, um, because. But your question is, how did I bring my whole self? Um. If you see me speak about frontline leadership, I, I talk about relational leadership mm. and relations happen with with um, intimacy. And that that sounds crazy in a me too world that you're intimate with your employees. And of course, I'm not talking about that kind of intimacy. Right. But but I'm talking about the fact that I know you. It, so. Walk over to your, to the call in in your call center today, Mister Supervisor or Mister Manager, and walk past someone's desk, and they'll tell you what's important in their life. Mm. They'll tell you because they have it up on their queue. Right. It's a picture of a, a you know it's the grandmother that's got forty seven pictures <laughs> of the same kid in forty seven different ways hanging on their photo on their queue. It's the guy that loves motorcycles. It's the band member that has pictures up in his in his cube. It, it's the mother who has uh, a picture of her, her baby in, in, in on the cube. It's those are things that are important to them. So if you ask me what's important to me, I'm going to tell you it's my family, and I'm going to tell you that um, that's important. So 
So I'm definitely going to bring that to work because I want to find your importance. Mm. So in order for you to feel comfortable in telling me what's important to you, I have to be willing to share what's important to, to me. Yeah. Uh, and and what that what that allows you to do is to be able to see a person. By the way, that's not an easier way to manage, <laughs> right? Because because right. when I see a person, right, and and they aren't living up to expectations, I probably coach them differently than if I don't know who they are. But therein lies the magic. I coach to things that matter to them. I I care about them as a person um you know i I, i've had coaching sessions where somebody came back to me afterwards and said bob i'm so sorry i let you down Mm. what i'm a manager (laughs) i'm not your dad right right? this is when i was young but but what what that says to me is you care about the things that are important to me so i care about the things that are important to you and and i I want to live up to expectations. By the way, does this work with every single employee? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, there's some people, they just don't want to share life. <laughs> they just want to come in and punch their clock and, and walk away. Right. And um, and they probably will walk away at some point uh, if they don't buy into the culture of the organization. So, um, wow. It, it's, just, it's just not being afraid to be who you are uh, and the, the story about my daughter of bringing that to work and, you know, probably one of the best stories that I've told, I tell when I'm speaking is a story about my son in soccer. So up until my daughter was sick, um, he, he was the one with the cool story. And now, um, when she got sick, she just became such a different person and such a warrior that, um, she still she she pushes me to be a better granddad. She pushes me to be a better person. And what I want to do is work with people that are great people. And then I want to learn every day. And and then I want to make a difference in someone's life. That's the third one. I, I want to make a difference. And in order for me to make a difference in your life, I've got to figure out what's important to you. Now, I don't live this every moment of every day. Right. But it's my center point. Yeah. Right. It's my center point. Somebody used to come in and mess with it by telling me that my scorecard was down and I needed to fix it, right? <laughs> right. We talked about this. Right. But my, but if I come back to my center point, those are the three key elements. Now, that that makes sense. Um yeah, let's I, I want to leave it there and you know, I I I blindsided you a little bit, but um That's okay. I I think it's I think it's I think it's an important thing I've I've watched you do and um Something I've incorporated more and more, but but I but I I, I think the the biggest nugget is 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 that is that at the end of the day, if I'm if I need to get to know you on an individual basis uh, that allows me um, to have a different kind of coaching and and leader relationship, I've got to be open to letting you know me, so that um, you know we have a relationship that's that's real and genuine and and all of those things. So. Um, that makes sense. Uh, Bob, um, thanks again for uh, coming on the show. We will post links to um, 
to, to Bob's LinkedIn and um, to, to, to the nonprofit Bob is, is standing up and um, it, it's a wonderful story. And, and Bob, thanks for being vulnerable on our show today and um, um, helping our audience um, be better leaders. So, so thank you. So n- number four is to always have fun with what you're doing. So one of these sessions that we're having just out of nowhere, I'm going to ask you about your son and its door. <laughs> So I'm just, just going to ask you about his son, your son and his door, and then let you see if you can recover. So thanks a lot, man. Hey, thanks for thanks for coming right. on. We will thanks. talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Thanks a lot. And until next time, remember, the experience is either random or intentionally curated. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Curated Experience with Amas Tanuma. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll join the conversation online by visiting us at curatedcx.com or at amastanuma.com. That's C-U-R-A-T-E-D-C-X.com or A-M-A-S-T-E-N-U-M-A-H.com. And please invite your friends and colleagues to visit our website or iTunes where they can check this and previous podcasts. This has been a Beyond LLC production. Check us next time for another edition of The Curated Experience.